The other night I was flipping through the channels and I came across a scary movie. And I have to tell you, I don't like scary movies, but for some reason I was attracted to this particular movie. And when I watch scary movies, I don't know if you do this, but when I watch them because they're so predictable, I start screaming at the television. So I'm like, don't go in that room. And in scary movies, nobody goes in the attic or the basement, right? So I start screaming at the television to try to prevent what kind of predictable torture is going to befall this poor victim in the movie. Uh, and obviously, they never listen. Because they always open that door. They always go to that place where they know they're not, they shouldn't go. And then you know what's going to happen. So I find myself uh, sometimes screaming uh, at the television. Probably wake up in the middle of the night screaming too, I don't know. Yesterday I was looking at social media and Dr. Scott Hahn, who's a prominent theologian and biblical scholar, prominent author in our country, had a cartoon posted uh, on his Facebook page that I thought was very apropos. And it was a picture of a man in a jail cell and this man was reaching through the bars with a stick and he had two options. One was a key and the other was a loaf of bread. And so he's taking the stick and he's, you can see he's trying to get the loaf of bread through the jail cell. And there I am screaming at this cartoon saying, go for the key, go for the key, because obviously the key is gonna bring freedom and then he could just open the gate and walk out and get the bread. But Dr. Hahn very appropriately posted that to show, I think, a very simple reality that this gospel points out. We have the means to choose God in our lives at all times. And sometimes there's other allurements that crop up. And what happens? We find ourselves choosing so many other things. So when you look at that cartoon, it was so obvious that the key was there, but this man was going for the bread, just trying to satisfy a very basic need, which is hunger, so much so that he couldn't even see the key there. Dr. Hahn said, obviously, the key represents God, the bread represents the world. And how often is it that we go through life and find ourselves at time choosing so many things that we think will fill us or bring us happiness and joy and contentment in this life. And then we find out down the road that perhaps some of these things are fleeting. They don't last. They're only temporary. And I think that's exactly what the gospel reminds us of today. It reminds us of the fact that as we go through life, we have to choose God to do our best to put God first in our lives and let all things flow from that. Our relationships, our life, our love, our families, all that we do and all that we are, let it flow from that. Because when we move away from that center and we start to put our stock in so many other things that we think will bring us happiness and joy and contentment, that's when we kind of lose focus. That's when we experience, you might say, a lack of harmony or peace in our lives. And it's so easy for us to do. The allurement of money, the allurement of possessions, the allurement of having different things, 
the allurement of giving our time and our talent to so many things that perhaps don't bring us to where we need to be, and that's with the Lord. So I think the Lord challenges us in the scriptures today to focus on those things that we know in this life that will last and they will last forever. To get caught up in those things and those pursuits and not the things that while they may give us moments of happiness and joy, they're not gonna last. So as we gather here today, we might say, what are those things that we can pursue in this life that we know are from God and will give us that happiness and joy that we deserve. And one of the things I would say, there's several things I will say that we can focus on and look at in our lives that we know will give us what we need. First thing is our life of prayer. How important is it for us to have a well-established life of prayer? To just come before the Lord, to talk to him, to offer to him what's in our hearts, what's on our minds, what's in our souls. Maybe it's just an opportunity to come for the Lord, before the Lord, and just be quiet in his presence. To just have those few moments of peace where we can just come and be in God's presence. And wherever that may be, maybe it's here in church, maybe it's at home, maybe it's wherever you find yourself, to experience that sense of peace in God's presence. Secondly, the love that we share with others. What does St. Paul tell us? Love endures forever. When we enter into those loving relationships and experience the love of all those people in our lives, family and friends, that's where we can truly encounter the Lord in those loving relationships. I had the opportunity to be with my family for an extended period of time last week Extended period for me was like four hours. And I said, I would love all of them more if they were just like me. But the reality is I got to spend time with them and experience that love that we share. All 10 of us, as crazy as we are, and that my uh, brothers-in-law and my sisters-in-law and my nieces and nephews and great nieces and great nephews, what a wonderful gift. And to recognize in the midst of that love that we share, there is God. It is a gift from God. Even though they're not like me, it is a true gift from God. And I hope we can see that in the love that we share within the context of family or with our friends, that beautiful gift of love. Now, this past week, we celebrated a great feast, the feast of Saints Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. They were true friends of the Lord. How important it is to have a loving family and the goodness of loving and faithful friends in our lives. We can experience God in the midst of all that. Thirdly, another way we can experience God's love and presence and experience that fulfillment that God offers to us is through our life of service. To be able to lay down our lives for the sake of something greater, for somebody else, for our family, for our friends. I think of my mom and dad, when I think of service, I think of my parents who constantly laid down their lives for their children, constantly sacrificed, constantly gave up so that we can have what we needed, so we, we could have what we needed to persevere 
in this life. And I see that in the lives of every parent that I've met, that sacrificial love, that constant laying down and pouring out of themselves in service to their spouse and to their children. I always say to my mother, you could have been a beauty star, you know, she could have been a, a, a beautiful model. When I look at her picture, her high school picture, I say to her, I said, you could have been a model. I said, but then you had to give birth to me. The reality is there is so much joy and love and I can see it in her eyes, in the eyes of all parents, grandparents. There is so much love in that sacrificial love and that pouring out of yourself for the sake of family. And then all the other service that we might get caught up in. All the other service that we perform for the sake of something greater, for the sake of our faith, for the sake of our Lord. In these things, we can find great fulfillment in life. So as we gather here today, I think the Lord says to us very plainly and clearly in our scripture readings to get caught up in those things that will give us lasting pleasure. All the other things we enjoy in life are great gifts and blessings from God, but the reality is we should be getting caught up in those things that will give us lasting joy and happiness and peace and contentment. So as we go through our days, let's just be sure that we can always do our best to choose those things that are from God. Let's pray that we can always uh, think of perhaps that man in the jail cell, screaming and saying, you know, as an outsider looking at that, go for the key, go for the key. Maybe we have to say that to ourselves from time to time, go for the key. The key is Jesus Christ.